1: Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. But I told you that although you have seen me, you do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me, because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise him on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. The brothers and sisters, the first reading speaks about a severe persecution of the church of Jerusalem. And then it says all were scattered except for the apostles. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Christ to them. If there had not been that persecution, Philip and the others would never have gone outside Jerusalem, but they had to. And so is see Philip in a city of Samaria proclaiming Christ to them. And the crowds paid attention to what was said by Philip and saw that when they saw Philip doing the signs that he was doing. There was great joy in that city, it says. Kind of paradoxical that the Lord would allow a persecution to break out in Jerusalem. And it mentions that Saul was very zealous trying to wipe out the church. And nevertheless, that was the means whereby the word of God was shared among other towns and cities, even in Samaria. Samaria, remember, was... A a region in uh, Israel where the people there were considered heretics. They hated the Jews and the Jews hated them. And nevertheless, Philip is working many signs and miracles and bringing them to the gospel. Why? How? Well, because of the persecution. You know, sometimes God's divine providence is so mysterious. Why does He allow this to happen? Why does He allow something else to happen? We have got to try and answer those questions ourselves in our own lives and draw conclusions from our answers. But at the same time, I think we should always remember what Jesus says in the gospel. This is the will of my Father that everyone who sees the son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I, I shall raise him up on the last day. I think, therefore, that in our days we should not be discouraged. There are certainly many things that are happening, and you know all about this transgenderism, and especially that is so diabolical so against God's plans, so against God's providence. And you wonder, how is it going to stop? And so many other lies that are out there, couples living together before they're married, as if that were going to solve any, any doubts that they might have. And it doesn't. It's been proved that this cohabitation just does not solve or does not have our solutions to the risks, if you will, of getting married and assuming a permanent commitment for life. So you have transgenderism, you have cohabitation, you have all of these things being promoted and you could say, well, why is God allowing all of these things to happen? And especially young lives being destroyed by all this confusion messed up, seriously messed up. Well, that's where we've got to be like Philip and go out and preach the gospel with our example, with our faithfulness, going against the current, not being afraid of in a persuasive way proposing the truth. And if people don't want to listen, that's their problem. At least the seed of God's Word has been sown in their souls. So we could conclude by saying these uh, times are not times for being passive, nor by being aggressive in proposing the gospel. We have got to be persuasive. We have got to be like Jesus, meek and humble of heart, and go out and preach the gospel. This is the will of the Father that everyone who sees the Son and believes in Him, believing in the Son not only because they have seen the Son, but because through others they believe in the Son, everyone who sees the Son and believes in Him may have eternal life. That's what Jesus is proposing to us today. He is challenging us. Let us have the courage and the perseverance to accept this challenge. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us at your daily homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.